The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Equity Both Podcast. This is Court. This is Ashley, and we're coming at you live from Boston in a new space, if you can't tell. We're in my new apartment. We are. We've been here for not even a week yet. We moved. we moved last Saturday, and it may sound a little bit echoey because there's no furniture in here yet. But as you can see, we're at the table. But we got this beautiful city skyline in the back. So if you can't see Court and I, at least you have a nice <laughs> view to look at. Could not have said that better myself. <laughs> yes, and you may hear my raspy voice because we are coming off of Courtney's birthday weekend. That we are, and uh, congrats on the new space. First off, Thank it's you so actually much. gorgeous. I think you should do a an apartment tour at some point. Me too. The people want an apartment tour. I've had many requests. Well, yeah, the little sneak peeks that you've shown have just been unbelievable. So I'm not surprised whatsoever. Yes, apartment tour coming soon. Um. Well, super excited you're finally here. I know that it's been a long time coming and your couch is still not here yet, but this must feel really good. Yeah, it feels so good. I feel like I've been dreaming about this space and this fresh start for so long, so it just feels very surreal to be here. Our first night or two, I was just laying in bed and I was like, oh my God, like I don't even deserve to be here. How (laughs) is this my life? I just feel so grateful. Like this apartment is such a level up from our last apartment and it's the exact same price and that just blows my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I just feel like my life is falling into place. I'm getting what I deserve and life is just, it feels extra good recently. And you got to make my birthday. You were originally were not going to be able to with the move-in dates. Yes. So everything worked out. Kind of. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) We'll get into that. (laughs) But yeah, so very happy to be here. Still figuring out a recording spot, but everything will fall into place. We always figure it out. For sure. How was your birthday weekend, Court? It was better than I ever could have expected. Of course, my roommates and best friends found a way to still make me feel extra special and surprised, even though I personally put a lot of planning into the weekend. And I wouldn't say I was stressed going into it, but I feel like there's always a level of pressure when you're hosting people, people are flying out, people are taking trains from New York City, and they're paying money to spend time with you for a weekend. And so you just never know, and you always want it to turn out amazing for everyone. And... I really think it did. I, of course, we rented a house in Narragansett. More content to come once I retrieve some amazing photos and videos from Ashley's professional camera after this episode. Um, but we rented a place on the beach. And we bit, essentially just had like a, a weekend at a beach house in the cold weather. Like it wasn't too cold, so we went outside a few times. We played a bunch of games. Um, and we just we went out to dinner. We ended up getting a party bus like accidentally because um, apparently 
Rhode Island is not the state for Ubers and Lyfts. And some, Which is crazy. <laughs> I just, I heard there's just like really strict legislation around like people becoming drivers. God only knows Rhode Island's a very weird small state. So. Yeah, also it is like the off season. It's so very, I totally get that. I'm sure totally. the cape and things and, like that are very similar. And also I didn't even think about it, but it was Easter weekend. So like all the colleges were like not there at the moment. Like everyone mm. who would typically be Ubering and ride sharing. And it was like a holiday. So makes That's sense. True. But yeah, long story short, we ended up getting a party bus to take us to dinner the second night because um, some of my New York friends were stranded when they got to the train station. They like couldn't yeah. get to the Airbnb. Um, but it ended up working out in everyone's favor because I don't know. I think her age was really showing on this trip. Like we were like, yeah, let's go out. Let's do this. And then everybody finished dinner on Saturday night and we were like, all right, I made, I was like, everyone close your eyes. Everyone I'm raise so your hands. You I was like, everyone raise your hands if you want to go out right now. Like, as if we were playing heads up, seven up in like elementary school. And literally like three people wanted to go out. <laughs> there were 16 people there. <laughs> so we ended up driving around on a bus and with music and strobe lights and all the things and had a ball. Um, but something I forgot to mention was I was one of the last people to get to the house on Friday when everyone arrived and I didn't realize it in the moment but it was done strategically and I was sent to get groceries naturally because I also made the list and then when I got back to the house like there were decorations that said Quartz Beach Club Justin Bieber compilation videos for four hours were playing on the tv in the background like for why is that still my identity I don't know (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then the best part, I think, for me was um, this Easter egg hunt that... Oh, my God. How so fun and creative was that? So creative. So, first off, like, the way that it started was just hysterical. But, essentially, my friends hid Easter egg hunts around the entire house. No joke. Like, in the coffee maker, in the fridge, in a shower, behind a pillow... And if you were to have found the Easter egg, you had to announce that you found an Easter egg, actually screaming on the top of your lungs. And then everyone would cheer, crack that egg, crack that egg. And there would be a dare inside. So something along the lines of take a shot all the way to break down and give a freestyle dance for 15 seconds on the floor. Um, so it was just like a theme that kept popping up throughout the entire weekend. That was so much fun. It was also such a nice way to get everyone together and, and like involved participating. Yeah. Cause you had people from all different areas of your life come and spend a weekend together yeah. in one house. Yeah. So it was just so good. They it really was. killed it with the creativity and the party planning. And the Barbie stickers. It's tr- oh my God. <laughs> they made stickers of Courtney, one of like these professional headshots she got on like a work trip but like it was a fun one of you in like a colorful dress and then it said barbie across so a a lot of the stickers were folded up and put into the eggs too so when you cracked an egg everybody had courtney stickers all over their body it was so fun it was a lot of fun it was the it was like a barbie movie cover they edited me it was like it's a meme right now so they edited my photo into it and it's just i really like had a come to reality moment when (laughs) the sticker wrote this Barbie is a businesswoman. <laughs> I'm like, really? So my personality is businesswoman. Love that. And this no, is but it's 25. so true. But it's so true. <laughs> I'm like, at least my entrepreneurial spirit shines across yeah. everyone in my life. 
Um, but yeah, so long story short, it was a great weekend. Ashley had an amazing weekend until approximately midnight. I was having literally <laughs> the best time of my life. I was also like camera woman for the weekend because I brought like my cute little nice vlog camera. Yeah. So I'm taking videos. My entire thing was like, all right. I'm going to make a vlog for Courtney's birthday. So I'm just going to get nice content and photos the whole weekend. I was, I was really on it. I was like, Sunday, we're getting back early. I'm going to edit the whole thing. Unlike any camera woman before, and the content's <laughs> going to be out there like so quick. No, God had other plans. <laughs> so we went to this amazing restaurant that I've been to before. Like the seafood is so good. So naturally I get every type of seafood on the menu. Oysters clams shrimp tuna tartare salmon tartare clams with linguine like come on girl I don't think you've ever had that much seafood in one (laughs) sitting at the same time and I got food poisoning so one thing about me if you know me is like I've never thrown up the only other time I've thrown up in my entire life was on Courtney's 21st birthday (laughs) There's a theme. (laughs) There is a theme. Never will I ever be celebrating Courtney's birthday again. Um, So I threw up all night. Uh, Poor Joe. I had to hold my my hair back. I was so scared because, you know, I don't do that. So, yeah, slightly traumatizing. But thankfully, it was at the very end of the trip and it was all fine. But yesterday, I was down bad. I came back. I just slept the whole day. I almost called out of work today. I like had already messaged my team and I was like, hey, not feeling well. I'm probably not going to make it in tomorrow. But I woke up feeling better. And now my body's just run down and dehydrated. And my voice is like this. So It's really cute, though. I love a little rasp in the voice. I'm so glad you think it's cute. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Yeah, but all in all, a wonderful weekend. It was so much fun celebrating you and also just meeting all of your hometown friends and seeing everyone together in one place I've met all of them individually or in smaller groups but to see you the friend fries (laughs) all together I was like oh this is just so cute and I got to meet Merrick one of your best friends from hometown that I've only ever met on FaceTime but like I've heard him about him so much yeah so it was just really nice he sent me a text literally like an hour ago saying I love Ashley (laughs) I just sent him a picture of the book So Merrick is a published author, which I found out this weekend. So immediately, obviously, I'm pulling up Amazon. I'm like, I need to order this book. I've never owned a a published or I've never known a published author. author. Like, that's so cool. So I'm going to start reading it tonight. I just think that is such a iconic move. Like, what? Who publishes a book? That's amazing. He's awesome. He has a lot of random fun facts about him. Like, he had a small business at one point. He was cold plunging. Yeah. He's like... He, he's got the brains he's got the health he lo- got the wellness he low-key inspired the topic of today's episode for me yeah yeah essentially should we just get into it yeah let's get into it okay so I think there's this thing that exists this like societal pressure just not even pressure just like the norm that in order to have fun you need to drink alcohol you need to do things and like although I know for a fact it's not true why do I have that mindset when it's like I'm going into a weekend to stay with all my friends in Airbnb or like even when I go to your lake house I'm like I have this realization that I am going to be eating like crap and I'm going to be drinking my face away and I have a few friends that due to like dietary reasons they were both on this trip like Louisa she doesn't she's been sober for over a year she 
doesn't eat like certain things, but like for the most part, like the main thing is she doesn't drink and she has the best time. She's the last one to go to bed. Like she has proven to me time and time again that like you can actually like even go out and have fun and, have and, go, and live time. in New York City and have the best life without needing any sort of like substance. And then Merrick, although he was drinking all weekend, he personally decided that he wanted to be paleo. And so what that means is you just don't really eat any processed foods. He's like, if I'm going out to dinner, I'm not going to be like picky and I'm going to actually enjoy and indulge and whatnot. But like throughout the weekend, like he bought like yogurt and fruit and like little things to snack on outside of like the junk that we all have. Yeah. And like he was literally doing both. Like, if he wanted something, he had a slice of cake. Like, he wasn't, like, restricting himself, but he's like, I just know my body, and I know how well, like, the way I treat it makes me feel. So the man was foam rolling in the morning, like, not in front. Like, he was doing it for himself, like, in a yeah. corner somewhere, you know? Like, it was just, like, he he was able to maintain some sort of routine despite his environment being drastically different. And I've just never been a person that has had a routine everywhere I go like especially when I'm traveling and literally 50% of my life I'm traveling every routine I ever had out the window just because it's a foreign environment and like I just I know that I can have some sort of a routine and when I do have a routine it makes me feel so good Mm -hmm. so today's topic was inspired (laughs) by that inspired by Merrick and Louisa shout out to my two best friends (laughs) but I've we've gotten this suggestion time and time again, like do a routines episode. You've personally wanted to do it for a while. And I think I've been a little hesitant to do it because I don't have very strict routines. Although I, I believe in the importance of them. I just have some flux in my schedule. And I also think that's also very normal. I think it can get very toxic with certain routines. If you try to like restrict yourself in certain ways in your experiences and like say no to things because it doesn't abide by things but I think they are important there are ways to integrate it into your life and I'm really excited to hopefully start implementing some sort of more routine than what I've currently have through this episode about creating routines new routines and maybe picking back up old routines that you might have had at one point that you might have lost because of a long weekend or maybe an environment change or whatever it may be. Totally. That was such a good intro, Court. Thank you. I love it. I think a lot of people can relate to getting off of a routine, whether it's a weekend or vacation or whatever it may be. And I don't know why that is like a societal norm. Oh, I'm going on vacation, so I'm just going to like lose everything, throw everything out the window. Right. There's really no reason for that because ideally also the routines that you have in your life aren't some like hard strict fast like thing that if you deviate from it's like oh shame on me exactly they're just things that make you feel better so Louisa and Merrick are perfect examples of like wait why would I do things that I actually don't want to do and I know is going to make my body feel like crap exactly okay so you may be listening and being like oh routines like my routine's fine so we just wanted to highlight a couple things of the importance of having a routine. Um, So the first thing is it holds you accountable. I think having something to hold yourself accountable by is so important. Uh, It also like builds trust in yourself and you learn to rely on yourself and just overall structure in your life. There's very few people in this world that can function with absolutely zero structure. Yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to say was even if you don't, 
you may not think you have a routine, but every single person on this planet has a routine. And if you're not like, oh, I don't really have one, you might have a bad routine. Because waking up and scrolling on your phone in in the morning, scrolling social media, that's a routine. Yeah. Like all these little bad habits, those are technically your routine that you live by every single day. Yeah. So it's important to have a good one. Yeah. And I recently listened to an episode on Kenzie Elizabeth's podcast with Melissa Wood Health. And they were talking about navigating your 20s and how Melissa had like a very different 20. Like she wasn't healthy all the time. Like there was a shift that happened when she was like 27 years old. And she said that she realized what needed to change when she literally took out a sheet of paper and she wrote down every single thing that made her happy, that brought her a sense of joy, a pocket of peace in her day. And it was things like meditating, things like taking time and and getting a tea mid-afternoon. It was all these things. And she took a step back when she had the whole list written out and she thought, what's a common theme with all of these items? And it was health and wellness. And then she looked at her actual life and how little she actually did those things. And she's like, why, if I love waking up early, why am I spending? Because she was a, a bartender and like, for a very long time it's actually she met her husband but that's another point um good for her she made she met an amazing very wealthy husband but (laughs) she realized she's like okay so I'm literally bartending like six nights a week and I'm not getting home till 3 a.m and I only have a morning to myself once a week or something and so she figured out how to create these routines simply to bring these moments in her life or in her day that she loved so much into her life more often. So a routine doesn't, yes, it's structure, but it, at the end of the day, you're creating a structure to create space in your life for things that you really love and want and that are going to make you a better person at the end of the day and be able to show up for yourself time and time again for everyone else around you. I'm shook because I also listened to that episode but clearly, <laughs> I must have been focused on everything else because I don't remember any of that. Well, to be honest, there was only a small part that was from that episode that I just shared. I just know a lot about her from other things that I've listened to and what I consume. She didn't I, say anything about her husband in that episode. No, that's not what I was referring to. Don't worry. I, but like but the even list just and like stuff? the list and everything. Really? You didn't? No. That's, that's what she talked about. This is not good because <laughs> I'm just like putting on podcasts as background noise at this yeah, point. Yeah, you're not actively listening. Yeah, I'm... And I'm pretty sure I noticed it in that episode because I was excited to listen to it because you shared it on our story. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, Court loves her. Like, yeah. I love Kenzie. Like, this will be a good episode we can talk about. I listened to it. I could not retain one thing. I must, I don't know what I was doing. But, wow, that's I a- need to go give it a re-listen. It's <laughs> um, okay. But that's a really good exercise. That's something I want to do. That yeah. sounds really nice. Uh, and then the last thing I want to say about routines is, Something important about your routine is that it should be pushing you towards like your higher self or like the person you want to be. So if you want to become, or I'm not even going to give examples, but like everything in your life, these are all little building blocks that are supposed to build you up. So if there's anything that is not, you know, a block building you up, but maybe block tearing you down, like those are things to identify in areas that you might want to change. Definitely. So we're going to start out with morning and nighttime routines. Then we'll talk about just like routines that we live with. They maybe don't happen every single day, but they're just like really important to like our weekly or monthly schedule. 
So morning routines first. I would say I'm not as structured, I think, in my night and morning routines as I am with other things. So let me know if you could relate. But I essentially wake up in the morning around like 6.30, ideally. I used to wake up much earlier than that. There was a point in my life where I religiously woke up at like 5.45. Right now it's like 6.30, maybe 7, because I have the luxury of going to the gym and like literally like hopping on my laptop the second I get home because I don't have a commute. So I wake up, I make my bed, I either chug water immediately. Well, I definitely chug water, but then I either drink a little bit of a Celsius or a double espresso for like a pre-workout. I know you're really not supposed to have like either of those things on an empty stomach, but oops, I do. Um, Then I go to the gym, ideally. Um, And also, I guess I should preface that this does not happen every single morning, but this is like what happens most mornings. So I go to the gym, and while I'm at the gym, I either listen to a podcast or I read, like, a newsletter whenever I'm doing something, like, stationary for cardio. Then I get home. I either pick up a coffee or I make coffee. I shower. I clean my space, not just my room, but, like, the common areas that I'm going to end up going into throughout the day. Like, if I have a messy kitchen at lunchtime, it's going to, like, make me go crazy in my head. Um, so certainly have a clean space and then I love to plan my day on my iPad so basically just like literally write down everything that I have to do that's not related to work and then I figure out times that I could pencil that in to other areas where I have gaps in my work schedule to be honest I typically have a very packed work schedule so a lot of the times I'll end up having a decent list for after work of things I need to get done and I don't always get all of that done Um, but the list part just makes me feel good in the morning even if I don't cover off everything on the list and then I sit down at my desk and I start grinding my day away I love it wait this is just making me think what about your little morning pages thing that you used to do where you used to write out your like planner thing so that's essentially what I do on my iPad now okay Okay. so I I don't do that as religiously but yeah that was when my life was like peak like optimized when I did that every single day for those that are new here, just give them a rundown of it. Yeah. Okay. So this is, I literally, I do, I do still do this on my iPad sometimes. Um, and when I do, I have the best days of my life. So if you're looking to have the best day of your life, you need to get a pen and paper out or an iPad with a pen. And you need to write down, I had a, a section at the top called Vibes. And there I listed what music, book, or podcast I was either reading or listening to that day. I wrote down how I was going to move my body. Um, and that kind of made up the vibes, vibe section, whatever combination I wanted out of those like four. Then I got into affirmations. So I am, and I had three different things. I am confident. I am financially free. I am whatever I wanted to bring into that day. I'd put in that section. Then I had a manifestation section, so it wasn't necessarily daily, but it was like things I am working on or working towards. Then I had an I get to section, so this is more of an I do or a to do, but rather than phrasing it as like things I have to do, things that I have the privilege of doing. Then I also had a section for work, and it's just like a bulleted list is what I'm like describing, by the way. Um, And then I had 
if I wanted to, I'd like share the meals that I was trying to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I'd have like a little tally at the bottom for my water intake. So I'll, I'll put a little screenshot of that, but I have like a different iteration of that now, but low key, I need to bring that back into my life as part of the routine. Especially now that you have your iPad, you can probably make a already like a template out there. So you don't even have to write in all those things now. Yeah. But truly, if you are looking to have the best day ever, I did it a couple times with the inspo of court and it's just a great way if you're like, I don't know, I'm not really like a pen to paper girl. Like this will just make you it's feel really quick. like you got your shit together. Yeah. It kind of was inspired or it was inspired by like the five minute journal. I'm That's like a viral thing that I'm sure a lot of you know about at this point. But it was just more of my personal version. I took something that came from the Skinny Confidential and like her guiding principles for morning journaling. And then I took the five minute journal and I essentially like merged them and put my little twist on it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, what's yours? So my morning routine starts off with the hatch alarm clock. My sister got me this for Christmas and I literally love it. So I usually set it between 5.45 and 6 a.m. all depending on like which workout class I selected the night before. So Joe and I have implemented a new thing literally this week since we moved into the apartment. But after the first hatch alarm clock goes off, we have like these electric shades in our bedroom and Joe will open the shades after the first one. But then we allow ourselves 10 minutes to just kind of like lay in bed with the light coming in. And then the second alarm on my phone goes off. Great way to wake up. It's less harsh. I used to like yeah. have an alarm and like jump out of bed because it was like 530 a.m. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't sleep. And it's, it's just like not as yeah, peaceful you want to make like it that. as like seamless and peaceful as possible. Yes. All right, then I brush my teeth, I splash water on my face, helps me wake up. Um, I make my bed. So the bed is either made after I brush my teeth or after the gym completely. And I only say this because I'm usually the first one out of bed and Joe's still in the bed. Gotcha. Which makes it difficult and he gets upset when I make my half of the bed while he's still in it, (laughs) which is fair. Then I get my... my, That's like psycho energy. You, I, ha, how do you make half of the bed when a, when a man is sleeping inside? I li- he's not Joe, sleeping. I'm so sorry. He's scrolling on his phone and it bothers the heck out of me. So is that your way to get him out of bed? So yes. He, so I'm like, let's go. We must leave. In a perfect world, he'd be doing all this right alongside me, but it's fine. He's only like two minutes after me. Uh, then I put my workout set on and then I have a scoop of pre-workout in the kitchen Uh, I use Spark. I really like it. My dad used it. It doesn't have caffeine in it, um, but it still, like, wakes me up. And then we go off to the gym, and then I do not look at my phone until after I'm home from the gym. I mean, obviously, I have to look at it to shut my alarm, set my, you know, alarm off. But other than that, like, I'm, I'm not on my phone at all until I'm on my commute to work. And that's my morning routine. That's very nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Nighttime routine. We'll kick it back to you, Court. All right. This one's short. Also, I hope you guys are enjoying this. Personally, I love hearing about other people's (laughs) routines. uh, Mostly because you'll probably pick up one or two things. Yeah. Minimally. Definitely. I like the way you really try to not look at your phone in the morning. I, for the most part, 
but I, when I'm at the gym, like I low key to put on music and podcasts, sometimes I'll get trapped in notifications. I've recently yeah. turned off all of my social media no- notifications and that's helped a lot, but that's a really nice intent to have to like really not look at it until you're on your way to work. Yeah. I think a lot I of feel people like, fall victim to that. Yeah. And I feel like that's nice that you have a commute to work that you can like look forward to looking at your phone. Whereas I feel like I just don't. So I think the lack of having a commute for me has made it easier for me to not have a strict routine in the morning. Cause yeah. I could like, I could essentially log off, log on at any time. I also have some days in some routines where I literally, cause I'm kind of a psychopath. I wake up at 6am. This is not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> wake up at six, open up my laptop and I start grinding working. Cause I love not having notification come through. And then I'll, like, work for three hours, close my laptop, like, go to the gym, like, go to the grocery store, have a little routine there, and then, like, log back on because I already worked three hours of my day before 9 o'clock. That's kind of nice. It's nice. Yeah. So I think my lack of structure in my work schedule does not make it easy for me to have routines every day. But anyhow, back to the nighttime routine. So I will say I go to Matt's most evenings after work. I work at my place a lot. Um, And then more times than not during the week, I go to Matt's for dinner. So I either run errands on my way or little things that I have to do. And then I'm en route to Matthew's, which is a very short little drive away. You won't catch me walking in the winter. Um, we cook dinner together, mostly without any sort of screen time or like TV in the background. Then we, a lot of time watch TV as we're eating, unless like, I feel like we haven't really seen each other in a while. And I like, I want nothing in the background so we can have some quality time. Um, I will say though, by the time I get to Matt's, cause I low key like work a little late or maybe if I ever need to go to the gym like after work if I don't make it there in the morning I won't get to Matt's till like 7 30 which mm. causes us to have dinner late um so then by the time we like eat dinner maybe we'll unwind with the show or with reading um by the time we're like done with that it's like literally 9 30 and we need to brush teeth take vitamins um and essentially get into bed And my ideal routine when I get into bed is to, like, have some not TV time. Matt's a big, like, TV person since we started dating and really merging our lives. He's gotten much better about TV. And, like, if I'm, like, I really don't want a screen right now, then he's, like, chill with that. But sometimes he'll be watching TV and I'll be, like, either reading or planning my day on my iPad to really set myself up for the following day. And try to create that, like, list or plan or just have an idea of, like, when my meetings are starting, how I can, what meals I'm going to have, and try to, like, optimize my time so maybe I don't have to do it the next morning. And then we're off to bed. Love it. Okay. My nighttime routine. I get home. Immediately start cooking dinner. Like, we pretty much eat as soon. Maybe, like, we'll probably start cooking at 6. Like, we try to cook pretty early. Yeah. Also, because Joe and I both finish up work, like, promptly at 5 o'clock. Yeah. So, by the time I get home, I'm like, I'm hungry. Start cooking. Um, usually, we cook together. Unless it's chicken and rice, then Joe cooks. <laughs> Why I'm is not, that? I just don't. Well, it's his specialty. Oh. 
he's really good at making chicken, rice, and broccoli. Oh, nice. So I let him really just run with it. <laughs> and I don't like touching the raw chicken. <laughs> so we have dinner. Valid. And then usually Joe and I have some type of show that we're watching. So we'll usually watch an episode or two of that. Recently, it's been the Night Watch or the Night the Agent. Night Action. Night Action. So one of those three. That clearly. I recommended for you. Did you recommend it? Yes, I recommended it multiple times to you. I think Joe was the one who put it on. But we love it. Because I told him to watch it. Oh, perfect. Well, we really like it. Okay, I'm actually good. really enjoying it. Good. Um, but also Succession. Have you been seeing Succession? No, everyone else has, though. I want to watch <laughs> I'm the, the only new one, one I feel. tonight. That's the new one I want to watch tonight. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Or if we're not watching a show, because as soon as we, like, start a show, we binge it. So it's, like, every night we watch at least one episode of our show. Yeah. And then after that, we need a break. We're like, okay, too much screen time. We can't do this. So then if I'm not doing that... We either read or podcast editing. Podcast takes up a lot of my free time. So that's usually my time. True. After we're like, okay, time to start getting ready for bed. I get a big cup of water. I'll shower if I had like a sweaty day. But if not, I'm usually just a morning shower person. That's like my vibe. Me too. Uh, Then I do my extensive skincare routine and I brush my teeth. Lotion my whole ho- my whole body. I put this in here because this is a habit that I had to force myself to build. That's like the last thing you want to do when you get out of the shower. My sister like is so step. good at it. Yeah, you just want to like go put on comfy clothes and go into bed. But I've been really good ever since, I don't know when, a couple months ago. I was like, we need to start lotioning our bodies. This I cannot be ashy like this. It's not <laughs> cute. The lotion... <coughs> And then I do like a 10 to 15 minute just like clean up around the apartment. Nothing deep, nothing crazy, but like stack the coasters on the table. Like usually when I got home from work at the old place, I'd walk in the door and I would just drop my coat on the floor, throw my work bag. It's just hanging up those small little things. Yeah. I think I heard it on a podcast, but doing like a 10 to 15 cleanup every single night before bed just drastically improves your space, your mind, like the clutter, everything. There's nothing better than waking up to a clean apartment. Yeah. So that's been wonderful. Uh, We're in bed by 9 p.m. pretty much every night and pretty much with no phones. Like as soon as we enter the bedroom, there's it's kind of like a no phone, no screen zone. Yeah. Um. In my perfect world, we'd have the red lights on as soon as we walk in, but Joe doesn't really like the red lights. Also, why doesn't he like the red lights? Uh, I don't know. He's just, he's like, can we just turn on like normal lights? <laughs> it also makes it hard to read. So yeah. it's fair. So oftentimes there's no red lights, but I still try to sneak them on here and there. Yeah. Then I take my acne medicine and my two pills of magnesium. For those that are OGs, like I've been doing this for a really long time. Yeah, a decent amount of the time. The beginning now. of the pod. Yeah, and if I don't take my magnesium, I do not get a good night's sleep. Like I'm so reliant on it, it makes me feel so good. So if you don't take magnesium before bed, Merrick takes magnesium before bed. I believe we bonded it. over that. I believe that. Um, and I put Vaseline on my lips, and then I scroll through the Equinox app and my work meeting schedule. And I see which class I can book based on what meetings I have. This is a part, we'll get to it later, but like I hate looking at my screen right before bed, even if it's just for the five minutes. I would like to fix this part of it. 
because uh, I'm like, oh, it's like kind of stressful. I'm like, okay, what time do I have to set the alarms? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I hate it. That's one part of my nighttime routine that I hate, but I do it. And then I set my hatch alarm, my phone alarm, and then I read until I get tired. If I'm not currently reading a book, like the past two weeks, I haven't had a book to read because I finished my last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have Joe read to me, and then I just fall asleep immediately. <laughs> and then I put my sleep mask on. I also really like my sleep mask. Um, I actually don't think I've slept with it since we've been here because it's been fairly dark in the room. But even sometimes just the little bit of light, the sleep mask really helps me fall asleep if I'm having a hard time. That's very nice. Yeah. I love my nighttime routine. My morning time routine could definitely use some work. But at the same time, there's just not enough time in the morning unless I wanted to wake up earlier. And I'm very comfortable with like the time I'm waking up now. Yeah. Reading yours made me realize that I forgot to say that I have a skincare routine, but I now have a skin, I've had a skincare routine, but I'm really excited. My, um, my acne medication and my new products that I've recently got, I've seen a huge difference in my skin already and it hasn't even been two weeks. That's amazing. I finally, or not I finally, I saw, um, a TikTok that it's like, this product is a facelift in a bottle And I had seen the TikTok like a few weeks before and then I saw like a a duet of the video with like a like a licensed esthetician dermatologist like talking about and reviewing the product and she like had the most amazing things to say. It's Paula's Choice, which is a brand that most people I feel like know. You've seen it. You've seen it. If you don't recognize the name, you you definitely have seen it. Um, But it's and it's a daily exfoliant. It's not too harsh, so you can do it at night and in the morning if you want to. And it's um, salic. Ac- Is that how you pronounce it? Salic. Uh, I thought it was salicylic. <laughs> That's certainly it. I don't know. It might not be. You know what we're talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like a, a liquid exfoliant, and it's like pretty gentle, but it really helps like resurfacing of skin. And I've loved it. Okay. And then also. During my quarter-life crisis era last week, I went to um, a med spa thinking I was going to get Botox for my frown lines, and I essentially decided not to once I was educated more about it and the monetary investment that was involved, but she had shared. I was like, I honestly want to like, fix my acne before I decide exploring any other like thing with my skin, and she told me, she's like, she asked, so what products are you using? And I told her the whatever spirolactane that we're taking, the tretinoin. She's like, tell me you're like hydrating. Like the combination of those products are like insane. And she's like, they're, it's going to work. But like not only do you need to be drinking water but you and moisturizing, you need to be using a hyaluronic acid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she explained that hyaluronic acid like – really gets like within like your cells like it gets into the skin way more than any other moisturizer any other like moisturizing product would she's like that's like a necessity that people don't talk about enough um and so she gave me a trial of like a little bit more of an expensive product Mm -hmm. she's like if you like it come back and get it but like no pressure and also have seen such a difference in my skin since then I love that so a little update on the skin journey but that's also like a big part of my night room nighttime routine as of now. But I loved how granular yours was. It was very nice. Oh, thank you. I need to, I think my morning routine is pretty, I think 
we're opposite. Like you need to focus more on your morning and I need to focus more on my nighttime to wind me yeah. down a bit. And also there's, there's no right or wrong either. Too. Yeah. There's no reason to have like a super long detailed yeah, like, yeah, yeah. nighttime routine. Um, it's okay if you just have like three things and that's what works for you. Like yeah. having a long one. There's no right or wrong way. Yeah. But totally. ge- generally, I feel like I don't do enough to unwind. Yeah. And I think my morning routine that I love so much that I even want to strengthen that one too would be better if I had a stronger nighttime one. Totally. So I do have other routines that I have to mention, but I will be quick just for my other days of the week. Yeah. Okay, so Thursdays are my hair wash day and my laundry day. That's important to know because it took me a really long time to get on like my hair wash days. You always hear people like, oh, it's a hair wash day. I was like, what do you mean? I'm washing my hair like every other day. And I have a lot of hair. There's no reason I need to be drying out my hair like that. So Thursdays are hair wash day and laundry day. And then Sundays. My Sundays are very specific. Um, I try to have zero plans on Sundays. It's when Joe and I do our grocery shopping. So we sit down. We physically make a list together. And we plan out. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, depending on our schedules and if we have plans, if we're going out, which days we need dinner for, and then we select our specific dinner that for that night, mm-hmm. um, which I love, and then we'll go grocery shopping. I said it was my hair oiling day, also the laundry day on Sundays. Um, Sunday's also my day to take the shower, so I'll wash my hair, I'll shave my body, like maybe I'll do a face mask. Like it's, I take my time. It's not like a rush shower. Yeah. I write down all my to-dos for the week, and then I update my calendar on my phone and my agenda book. They look exactly the same. There's no reason I need to have two of them, but I, I do it anyway. I get it. <laughs> Makes me feel good. And then lastly, it's pretty much a no-phone day because when I'm, like, doing all these things, um, I very rarely am responding to people's texts or on social media at all on Sundays, which I appreciate. Not to say we're I'm definitely binging a show in the background or – you know, we're watching TV or something. Yeah. There's, it's not a no screen day. It's more of like a no phone day. Yep. On to the ad hoc. Yes. And then lastly, just to mention some one-off routines that we have. Perfect. Sundays, I exfoliate my face, my scalp. I've, impl- I've implemented that since you started hair oiling. I still have yet to try that. But I used Crown Affair. I'm, like, obsessed with that hair brand. And they have an amazing exfoliant for the scalp and then a hair mask that I'm obsessed with. Outside of the weekend, or I guess one more thing on Sunday is if we have a podcast already recorded for that following week, that's my day to, like, pump out content. Generally, I love waking up around at around 6.30 and go to the gym at least four times per week. I foam roll every day. If it's not at the gym, it's at my house. It just, you would be surprised. Like I go like a day without it and like my body feels like it's in shambles the next time that I do it. Like similar to like, I don't really stretch that much, but I feel like foam rolling is my version of stretching. Um, I always like review my day the night before. I like to plan my general weeks on Sundays. So I'm like, all right, Matt, what, days do you have things after work what days do I have things after work make sure we have a day to record all the things and that, that's all my ad hoc <laughs> okay perfect and then I have five ad hocs so every time I walk somewhere alone I call someone I love I so love I'm that. really bad about like 
you know, keeping in touch and calling people. But I also am scared to walk anywhere by myself. So (laughs) habit stacking uh, in a way. I whenever I'm like walking somewhere, whether it's to work or oftentimes on my way home from work because it's a little less chaotic. I'll call my parents. I'll call my grandfather. I'll call my sister. Second one, if I'm feeling like I'm having too much screen time, I'll write down my to do's. So like I said, I do this every Sunday, but I pretty much also do this every day of my life. <laughs> whenever huge I feel list girl. Like, huge, huge list, list girl. girl. <laughs> so whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed or like I don't want to look at my phone, I'm like, oh, let me just write down all the things I need to do. And then next one, I have a go-to self-care routine So whenever I need it. So I could not do this for a month or I could do it twice in one week. It all depends. But I do have like my go-to routine that I know is going to make me feel better. So yeah. it's just night. To, it's a combination of skincare, hair care, face mask, my great pajamas, like light a candle, put my fuzzy socks on. Like I just have my go-to. So it's just nice to have that in my back pocket. If I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed, you guys have probably heard me talk about this a million and one times, but I'll just declutter my space, mm-hmm. specifically going through my closet. It's like my favorite activity to do ever. And then near the end of the month, you guys have also heard this, but I always reflect on the past month and try mm-hmm. to set new goals for the next one. Yeah. I also do that last one. That's a good one. And I still have not posted, which I will do, especially when this episode comes out, like the prompts that I use for wrapping up the month. I typically segment into like um, last month's energy givers and energy drainers and figure out how to like implement that into the month to come. But I have like a very easy journal prompt that I can share with you all. Um, Amazing. So that wraps up that section. And now we're going to share some routines and habits that we want more in our lives. And hopefully in us speaking this into the episode, we'll keep each other accountable. Maybe it'll give you some inspo on maybe some things that you also want to work on or just different ways in which you can go about creating new habits. So my first is I want to eat more clean. I have a relatively healthy diet, but as I've mentioned a couple times in this episode already, because I travel, I know I say that all the time, I always find excuses to not go grocery shopping. And I literally had a moment, I think I called you the other day, I was like, I need to grow up. Yeah, like, because I don't, like if I have a, um, a trip I'm leaving for on Wednesday morning, it'll be like a Thursday from the, from the week before. And I'm like, oh, can't go grocery shopping. I'm like leaving early next week. Because I just associate the weekends with, like, takeout food or going out. And I'm very good at, like, making use of, like, random things that I have in the house. Like, I'll eat more peanut butter and jellies throughout the week. Or I found a box of pasta in the back. But most oftentimes, yeah, maybe I save, like, 100 bucks, But then I end up eating, like, boxed foods and don't have great meals. And I'm like, I easily could have picked up groceries for just a couple days. So just making it more regular to eat fresh foods um, and actually just grow up and put my big girl panties on and go grocery shopping. (laughs) I feel like it's also hard because, like, you're spending a lot of time at Matt's, I'm in between homes. I, like, go grocery shopping twice. Like, it's it's a lot. You should just grocery shop at Matt's. No, I, I do. But then when I go home during the day to, or like whenever I go yeah. back to my place and I don't have food there. 
Uh, I don't know. That's tough. Having two homes is really hard. It's so hard. <laughs> Literally the worst. Your turn. Okay. Um, first thing, it, this one's so silly, but I want to implement a self-tan routine. Ideally, it's going to be on Thursdays with my hair wash day and my mm-hmm. laundry day. But I just feel so much better when I'm tan and I need to do it consistently, like take off the old tan, put on the new tan. Yeah. Uh, my old roommate, Ciara, did every Thursday with self-tan day and she always looked like a bronze goddess and she kind of looked forward to it. Was it annoying sometimes? She's like, oh, I yeah, I got to a tan. self-tan. But like, I don't know. It was just consistency and it felt good. So I really want to do that. I would love to work on my friendships more. I just feel like I could be checking in on my people more regularly and like have designated days for hangouts. And now that I'm moving in with Matt officially come June one, like I just want to make it very intentional and have certain days, like the way that we mentioned Ciara has in the past, like Wednesdays are the designated wine nights. Like I want something more consistent on the calendar that's dedicated to FaceTiming someone that lives far away or having a plan to see people in Boston or wherever I am at the moment. When you walk to Matt's, you should call somebody. I don't walk to Matt's. Not even now that it's nice out? Oh, yeah. Now I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy way. Yeah, that's a good way to start it. Habit stack. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, my next one, Friday date nights. So Joe and I did this consistently last year starting in January. It was part of, like, our New Year's resolution. We're like, we should, like, go on dates. Like, we should make it, like, a night. So we were doing Friday date nights for, like, three months or so. And did we hit it every Friday? No. But then we'd, like, bump it to a Saturday if we had plans. Or, like, oh, date night's going to be Thursday. And it was just a fun little something to, I don't know, just enjoy our time together and actually have a designated day and call it a date. Yeah. So I want to bring that back. Maybe not Fridays, but I was thinking roomy dinner night is something I did with my roommate uh, in Somerville, Ciara, and it, we would pick one night every week and we would cook for each other. So, so one cute. week it was me, the next week it was Ciara and we'd like pick a random meal and we would just, it was the two of us and it was really nice. So I want to do that with Joe and I, Cute. like, I don't know what day, either Monday or Tuesday, but one week he'll cook a new meal yeah. and the next week I'll cook a new meal. So that's kind of like the date night combined. I love it. That yeah. reminds me of trial Tuesdays. Yes. My roommates back in the day, we used to every Tuesday, this was like COVID energy. <laughs> so we went really all out because there was nothing else to do. But it was the highlight of our like year when we did it consistently, like choosing something completely foreign. And this is not always realistic on a on a Tuesday because it's a work night, but like an appetizer, an entree, a cocktail, and a dessert all in, like, the same, like, cuisine theme. It was so much fun. So if you have a significant other roommates, highly encourage. So next one I have is I want to become more financially literate. I think it's absolutely silly that I don't know more about finances as a ripe 25-year-old. So I'll get into how I'm going to do that, but I would just love to just like feel more confident about where my money is going and how I can make it work for me. Um, and so, yeah. Love it. Um, okay. I'm going to do two back to back here. Cause I think I have a couple more than you. I was like, Oh, I don't really know what I'm going to, what I want to implement into my routines. Then I started writing things down and I have like a full freaking list, but stretching, 
I foam roll at the gym every morning, but I cannot get myself to stretch. I hate it so much, but I know I'll feel so good. I used to be so flexible, but I need to somehow build that into a routine. Yeah. And then drinking tea. I was watching Camila and Soph order their little tea box at dinner. And they were like, yeah, we're tea girls. This they is are. good. This is good. And I was like, that just sounds so nice. I have a whole tea drawer over here. It's nicely organized. I have a full drawer dedicated to tea taking up space in my kitchen. And I just don't drink it. So I'm thinking I could implement that into my night routine. Like bring a cup of tea into bed. Yeah. That just sounds really. I'm going to do that tonight. That's fun. Um, I want to train myself to wake up earlier. Like I said, I don't really have a strict morning routine because I don't have like a train that I need to be at at a certain time. And so I'm going to start getting there slowly. I think 545 is my ideal time to wake up simply because I swear it has to do with my biological clock. Like if I wake up kind of past six, I all of a sudden like need to go back to sleep. Like it, I feel so like groggy and that I'm not ready to wake up yet. But whenever I wake up like before six, whether it be five thirty, five forty-five, I just am alert and I'm ready to get out of bed. Like I've noticed that like literally over years, and so I'm gonna start working my way back to that point. I love it. I was. I'm glad you gave that explanation because I was gonna ask. Why do you feel like you need to wake up earlier if yeah. you already wake up at 6.30? That is so early compared yeah. to 90% of people. I just feel like right now it's a force for me to wake up at that time. Okay. Whereas like I've experienced it in the past when I wake up literally before 6 a.m. I don't know if it's a, a mind thing or yeah. I just tell myself that. But like when I wake up before 6, I am jumping out of bed and so exci- excited. Okay, that's so good then. Yeah. So I'll go off of mine. I also want to wake up early because, like I mentioned earlier, I do not like being on my phone before bed and having to figure out my work schedule, what time I need to wake up. I would like to wake up so early at the same time every day that it doesn't matter what time my workout class is, what time I have to be to work by. So I can just be consistent with my wake up. Yeah. Unfortunately, I do think that is a 5.30 or 5 a.m. wake up, which I know I can do, but I sleep with a significant other and the, the poor man does not want to wake up at 5. <laughs> 5.30, maybe I can potentially, maybe, maybe, maybe. He used to be a workout in the middle of the day kind of guy. And now he wakes up at 6 a.m. every day with me. So yeah. I know I can. He's made some sacrifices. Yeah, he's made a lot. So what's another 30 minutes? Yeah. To improve my nighttime or just create more of a nighttime routine, I want to start reading more religiously. I think that would be a great way for me to not have screen time before I go to bed because now I told you like my journaling is on my iPad. So like even though I'm not like texting or scrolling through stuff, I'm still looking at a screen. Um, and so I think I can still have that that period of me doing whatever I need to do on the iPad, but then winding down my mind with a book. Um, and honestly, just starting my nighttime routine earlier. I said I like sometimes don't start cooking dinner until like 8.30 or like 7.30 at night, which automatically by the time we end up cleaning and eating, like 
it's literally bedtime. Like it's, I'm probably getting into bed. You've probably been in bed for an hour before I even get into bed realistically. Um, so just starting that earlier and then that trickles down into me needing to stop procrastinating at work and a whole other conversation that we'll get into. Um, but yeah, just a, a more thorough unwinding night, nighttime routine. Okay. And then the very last one I have is I want to start laying out my outfits for work the night before. That's a part of my morning that can sometimes cause me a little bit of stress. And I just think if I can get it done in the morning, uh, it's one last thing, one less thing I have to think about and gives me a little bit more time in the morning too. Yeah. And my final one is I want to create routines that I love so much that I can do and want to do anywhere I go so that my routines are not dependent on my environment that I'm in because I really don't think the fact that I travel is going to change anytime soon. And so I don't want to create this routine that I become obsessed with in my home and in my city that I can't translate or create an iteration of in another environment or in a hotel room. Yeah. I love that. I think that should be your main focus. Yeah. Because realistically, it's like a I huge do- part of your life. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So enough about us. <laughs> um, enough 45 minutes of us talking about ourselves. Yeah. But yeah. hopefully that gave you guys some inspo um, of things you could work on, things you can implement, and maybe had you rethinking some of your routines. But now we're going to get into how we're actually planning to implement like those changes. Um, and other things that you can think about when trying to build your routine. So first thing is, what are your goals? Like, like we said earlier, uh, your routine should help you be getting closer to those goals. So do you want to become, I'm just going to read the things you wrote down, financially free, feel good about your skin. Do you want to eat clean? Do you want to become more intelligent, more knowledgeable? Do you want to have less screen time? I think identifying those goals, then you can pick small, tiny little habits to incorporate into your routine to then achieve those. Yeah, and I'm going to take the goals part even a step further and say, why are these your goals? So the way that you asked me, like, Court, why do you want to wake up earlier? It's like, yes, it would help me, like, ladder up to my higher self, which is the point of goals. But like there needs to be a why in order for you to want to stick with it over time and become obsessed with it. And my why is I don't want to feel groggy in the morning and I want to learn more about like my biological clock. Um, So that just like elevates the whole experience and I think will make you have a stronger loyalty to these routines that you're founding for yourself. Totally. I love that. I think the why is very important. Yeah. So similar to what I mentioned about... um, Melissa Wood Health, go through your morning and nighttime routine similarly to how Ashley and I did and identify like do these align with like where you want to go like what can make you happier and help you have pockets of peace in your day like and then also identifying like where you can fit in different things that you really enjoy so maybe there's like two lists that can help you really create this new routine or need for a routine. So it's list the current routines that you have, list the things that bring you joy in your day, and 
see how often you're able to fit in those things that you enjoy into your current morning routines and night routines or routines throughout the month, week, whatever it may be, and then figure out how you can fit these moments of peace into your routines more frequently. Definitely. And then that made me think of, I don't know if you remember this part in Atomic Habits, but an exercise that I literally did myself after I read it was he says, don't change a single thing about your morning routine or your routine at all. Tomorrow when you wake up, document what you do down to the minute. I wake up, I snooze my alarm. I snooze my alarm again. I check my notifications. I clear out my email box. I wake up, I go sit on the couch, I have coffee, like every single thing down to the minute for the full day. And then that night you can go through it and say, is this serving me? Is this serving me? Is this not serving me? And you kind of put them into two categories and then you can try to replace one of those bad things with something good. Yeah. I love that. It's a very tedious process, but I did it and it worked for me and I'm sure it worked for you. I love that so much. Um, this one's obvious, but learn about other people's routines. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're already doing that, uh, listening to podcasts, reading books, doing research, social media. Um, one good thing about social media is that you can find people that you aspire to be more like, and then try to find how they start their day. How do they end their day? What's something that they are so passionate about that they include in their days that's how I included a lot of the things that are a part of my routines yeah and yeah it's you'll also probably be more likely to try it because you're like oh my oh, idol does it yeah let me do it like this works for this person yes I will just share too maybe we should have prefaced this earlier but like yes you can use this episode as like comparison but also Every person is different and what serves one person is going to serve another person. So never try to incorporate something into your life just because you've seen it on social media and that girl does it and whatever it may be. If things don't suit you, these are supposed to be routines that bring you joy and serve you. So if things don't serve you, don't feel obligated to have them in your routine because why would you do that? (laughs) Totally. And that flows perfectly into this one where it's do not stick with certain routines that don't suit you. Yeah. Like there's been plenty of things. I've tried meditation. I want to be that meditating girl, but for what? What's my why? Yeah. (laughs) I have no why. If, if something is just not vibing for you, don't do it. Yeah. There, nobody's telling you you have to do it. Exactly. Your routine is supposed to make you feel good, and it should be specific to you. Exactly. A little tip that I have is do not overwhelm yourself. That can go for a singular routine. So, for example, waking up earlier I'm not going to go from waking up at 6.30 or 7 a.m. to seamlessly all of a sudden waking up at 5.45 a.m. It's like scientifically proven that if you want to start waking up earlier, you need to start gradually and slowly changing your alarm clock to in 15-minute increments. So maybe tomorrow morning I'll wake up at 6.15, then the next morning I'll wake up at 6 a.m., the next morning 5.45. Or maybe it'll take a week to get acclimated to the 6 a.m. and then whatever it may be. So don't think that it's going to happen overnight and that you're going to find these processes and routines that work for you in a snap or the following day it's going to work. But then also like more generally speaking, say you want to 
adjust your entire morning routine, your entire nighttime routine, that it's going to be so overwhelming and it's going to probably turn you off to everything that you're trying to change. So try to implement one thing that you're excited about and add that to your night routine as opposed to implementing 10 things into your night routine all at one time. Totally. It's never going to work if you have 15 things. I just wrote out my, I used to do this. I used to pick, okay, here is my new morning and night routine. (laughs) Did I, I didn't even do it once. Yeah. Not one time (laughs) did I complete that. No thanks. Next. No. Okay, habit stacking is something we learned from Atomic Habits, of course. Honestly, a sponsor of the show at this point. (laughs) Um, But this is a very easy way uh, to get things done. What do I, more productively? What's the word for that? Like more efficiently? Yeah, more efficiently. In your day, like yes. time time efficiency kind of. Yeah, so if you're trying to build in these new habits, um, doing them at the same time. So Lauren Bostick talks about this a lot. When she does her meditation in the morning, not only is she meditating, uh, but she also has her like feet up on a wall. And then she also has some type of like light mask on her face. Or, like, she's doing yeah. multiple things at once. Yeah. And then the flip side of this is if there's something that you really don't want to do. Like let's say you hate folding laundry, but you really need to fold the laundry. Uh, listen to your favorite podcast as you fold the laundry. Like those are very easy things to do that can coexist at the same time. Yeah. Um, and will be more just efficient in your day. Yeah, definitely. Also, if you're struggling to do something that you need to do, but you don't like doing, this is a very weird, not weird, but kind of like a random tip. There's science behind counting back from five. Oh, yeah. I I actually listened to a really good podcast episode about this, like almost like two years ago that I still think about to this day. I'll reshare it. But if you're struggling to get out of bed in the morning, you start counting backwards from five out loud in your head, whatever it is. All right. I need to do it in five, four, three, two. By one, you're literally out of bed because you feel like there's a there's a clock running and that like something's going to happen. So I do this, but I use 20. Oh. And it's too long. <laughs> so and five, either, is, five is short, but I feel like it creates a sense of urgency. Maybe I should try five. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I just I closed my eyes when 20. I was reading that. It's okay. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. But that's a great um, little thing. I think it also works with like starting a task or like writing an email, like something work related. I think it helps me personally. Like, all right, I'm going to like take a break and maybe scroll on my phone. But then when I'm like, all right, it's getting close to three o'clock. Like I just like start counting down in my head and it gets me onto the next thing. Okay. Last one I have is creating lists and guiding principles. (laughs) Guiding principles is just so Courtney. I just said, this is my last one, but that just felt wrong saying that. (laughs) Uh, But creating lists. So create your fitness routine, write down your grocery shopping list, drinking water, like how Court mentioned that she used to tally her water intake. It feels like a game. And when you have a list and you can cross things off or visibly see your progress, it's a lot more motivating and it makes you want to get it done. Yeah, for sure. And also, I'll take it another level deeper. Like, I, if I don't have like a list for the grocery store, I'm going rogue when I go oh, yeah. in there. 
if I don't plan out what I want to do at the gym, or if you don't write down like what fitness classes you're taking throughout the week, you probably are a little bit more like anxious when it comes time to do it or go to the gym. Like I have been going to the gym long enough that like if I go on a whim and I don't have a plan, like I can still make something of it. But when I write things out, what my, what my gym workout of the day is, I have 10 times better of a workout every single time. So just like similar to how we talked about confidence, if you prep for whatever it is that you're trying to do in, in this example, it is creating a list you're going to feel a lot better about what you're doing and you're probably going to get the desired results quicker. And my final one is consistency. Like in order to create a routine, you have to do something again and again and again. Um, And once again, scientifically proven from what? I don't know. Don't ask me, but (laughs) you need... Don't fact check me. Don't fact check me. No, you can't. That's actually something. That's a thing, I think. Um, But you need two weeks to really get something to stick So even giving like our content as an example, like, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but Ashley and I are going crazy on Instagram and TikTok. We're going rogue. Um, But we've just been really getting into the groove of creating content, trying to get in front of new audiences. And first we started started it with, okay, Court, you're going to post a reel once a day or you're going to post a reel one day and then Ash is going to post a reel the next day. And we alternated. We got comfortable in the groove of that. Then we're like, all right, that's good. That's kind of easy. We kind of have a backlog of content from other platforms and other times in our life. All right, let's post each of us once a day. So then I got into both of us once a day. And now we've been doing that consistently for how long? And it's finally just so natural to us. And And it's also been paying off it's awesome paying off hello all of our new so listeners it's a lot more motivating when something like when you finally start seeing habit and you're like oh wait it's working yeah and that wraps up our little tips and hopefully takeaways for you to start implementing old habits or new habits back into your life yes but before we end court did put up some question boxes on our stories today and you guys wrote in some helpful things. So do you want to do the first one and then I'll do the second one? And honestly, there was a decent amount of overlap in what we shared today and what was written in. So, so we're all in we're talking sync. about this one. So the first question was, tell us a routine or habit that you can't live without. Oh my God, there's more than I thought. Daily movement, of course. Gym, love, stretching, meditation, Having a schedule and to-do list at all times. Maddie, sounds like you're our girl. Um, writing down plans and to-dos for the week, pretty similar. Affirmations. This is a this is an interesting one that I honestly would love to start doing in my night, nighttime routine. But like rating your day and sharing like what worked, what didn't work. Because that's just a little bit more granular of what I do throughout the month and how I prep for the new month. Um skincare routine, a walk, playing Wordle or any sort of like game that kind of stimulates your mind and like gets you. Do you play Wordle with friends? No, we play Wordle at work. Um, when we do like a certain meeting that we have to like get everybody on board and it's so fun. I low key want to start doing that. There's a lot of like iPhone games that I just don't play, like that you can play within messages with your friends. Oh yes. yes, Low key. That's an easy way to like maintain some sort of contact with your friends yeah anyhow 
Um, two more and then I'm done. Showering at night with essential oils and a Himalayan salt lamp. It calms the body and tells my brain it's time for bed. Love that. that. Sounds magical. Love that. I, I want to get like a salt lamp. It's a similar essence to like eucalyptus in the shower, but mm-hmm. just even more amazing. So Samantha, thank you for trying that. And my final one is having a third space pottery studio for me. So I think what Ooh. Louisa means is outside of home, outside of work, having a space that you can go to that allows you to pursue a passion bring joy um, and I know her and one of our other friends in New York City they paid for like an eight-week pottery class or something and they have studio time so when they're not being led by an instructor they can just go in and be creative and have fun and that's what I need in Boston <laughs> I've always wanted to do pottery because I took it in high school and I totally loved it there's something oh that my just, god like, your hands are in a bunch of mush so like there's it's just you and the pottery <laughs> and it's just so nice working with your hands and like playing with the clay and using the wheel. Oh, love, love influenced. All right. And then our next story was tell us any tips you have for sticking to routines. So habit stack. Absolutely. We mentioned that combo things you don't want to do with things you enjoy example groceries and podcasts so similar to like the laundries and podcast of what we said be understanding with yourself take small wins and focus on your progress and the positives I love that I think sometimes routines can feel really overwhelming so love and then the last one is start slow start with a plan and then you'll be addicted Ooh, that was such a nice one to leave off on. <laughs> and on that note, I think our faces are pretty dark if you're because the sun is setting. Um, but look at the sunset yeah, over the city skyline. Usually it's a little more pink, but it is really pretty right now. And yeah, so that was a long episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was one I've been wanting to do for a long time, just personally. And yeah, go build those routines, ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready to get my new nighttime routine started tonight. I'm having tea tonight. Heck yeah. As you should. I'm going to bring back my cozy journal prompts. I think you should. I think that would really make my life. I think it would also make my life. Okay, perfect. I used to like reading yours. (laughs) It felt invasive, but I literally loved it. Okay. I was like, what is Courtney doing today? And then I'd see like me or like you can do both on like the list. And I'm like, ooh, (laughs) I don't know. Wait, that's so fun. Or I try to like Maybe decipher it, what like one of your things was. I'm like, mm, what okay, does that low mean? key. Like I grew a following off of doing that every single day. Yeah, is writing down what I what my to do list was. Yeah, fun, so fun. <laughs> hold Courtney accountable. Hold, hold. We're all holding each other accountable. That was the last tip we didn't share. Is yes. Tell your fam, friends, roommates. Like, tell us. Don't keep your routines to yourself because I mean you can I guess if you want, but it's more fun when other people are involved and with that i'm gonna stop talking we'll see you next week love you bye